This podcast is brought to you by Medical Plastics News, the leading voice in polymer innovation for the medical sector. To read more and to subscribe, visit medicalplasticsnews.com. Welcome to this episode of the MedTalk podcast, where we discuss the latest news and issues in life sciences. I'm Olivia Friet, the editor of Medical Plastics News, and this episode I'm joined by Philip Prusat, the head of sales at Dimensionics Density, where we all discuss how Archimedes density determination works. So Philip, what was the first touch point of your company within the medical and the additive manufacturing industry? Yeah, thanks. That's a, that's a great introductory question. Um, our company is basically coming from mechanical engineering. So we've been used to building custom solution, custom machines for, for customers over the last 10, 10 to 15 years. Um, the first touch point we had with the medical industry was actually a customer request incoming from a uh, um, yeah, manufacturing company that does uh, ceramic implants, ceramic hip implants to be uh, precise. Uh, from Germany, and uh, they asked us if we were able to, uh, you know, uh, come up with a solution to automate Archimedes density measurement um, for them to to make it available in the in the factory environment. And that's that's how we first came across the, you know, the whole Archimedes thing, and and how we first got in touch with the medical industry. And um, after we uh, talked to the customer, we we really sat together with them, and uh, we, yeah came up with a really nice solution to uh, automate Archimedes. And after the, we finished the project, sold two machines to the customer, we sat together uh, in the company and we said, hey, this is actually something that nobody has done before. You know, automating uh, Archimedes, um, which has until then been a, a manual process and still done, I think, in most companies nowadays uh, manually. Um, and that that gave us the idea of, hey, why don't we push this out into the market as a standard solution, uh, right? And then we sat together and we, we looked at the at the industry um, and, and potential customers and potential industries and production uh, technologies uh, who is maybe interested in, in uh, density. And that's also how we came across the additive manufacturing industry. So we, we reached out to a few companies here and there and all of them uh, agreed that porosity and density are, are very important factors uh, when it comes to quality for them as well. So that's that's how we came across this this field and that's why we are uh, in this industry nowadays trying to sell our machine. Okay. Um, and for those people who aren't 100% sure of what Archimedes Density Determination is, could you give a brief understanding, please? Yeah, sure. So Archimedes, I think um, everybody has heard of that guy. It's like an old Greek uh 2100 2200 years ago or something like that he came up with the with this principle that you can uh actually yeah define the density of a of a body of a piece of of product or um uh, by by measuring it basically or, or it's a, this principle that we use today is, is still uh, employed in this way to define a material for example or to um yeah um, come up with the with the density to to distinguish between if it's a if it's a good part or if it's a bad part. So how it works is basically how we use this principle nowadays is uh, we measure the parts in in air, yeah. So just on a normal scale or a balance, one you might probably also use in the kitchen 
but uh, we use maybe more precise ones. Uh, and then after having this, this weight on air, we have uh, another measurement that takes place in a, in a water tank. Yeah, so we submerge the part in water. Everybody knows when you when you put something in water, uh, things float, things things become lighter. Yeah, um, and uh, this buoyancy that these parts uh, exhibit underwater is actually uh, very very uh, distinguished or is specific for for every material that we have. So if you look at a at a very dense material like uh, uh, molybdenum or uh, tungsten, for example those parts have a lot of uh, mass confined in a very tiny space. So, and by comparing these two values that you have, so by, by comparing the weight of the part underwater and the weight of the part in, in air, um, you can calculate the density. Yeah. Um, and uh, as I said, every material has its its distinguished density and uh, it's, it's possible to define um, or to find out what a certain part, for example, is made of by looking at the density value that you get. It's a very good indicator, right? Uh, in return, when we look at it from a production point of view, that also means that uh, density can be uh, an ideal yeah, checking tool, so to say, for your production to distinguish, did I have a good production process or did something go wrong? Maybe there's, um, yeah, I know, of course, which material I put in, but is it really completely dense or do I have maybe hollow areas inside my part, inside the structure that I produced um, that would actually, of course, yeah, make the part lighter underwater, yeah, because the air bubbles inside the part would, would create more buoyancy effects. So, um, and that's how you, how you can use density still today. So we're still relying on this thousand year old Ar Archimedes principle uh, nowadays for quality checks and um, to distinguish materials, for example. Okay, thank you. Um, what would you say are the benefits of automating Archimedes density measurements? So um, the main benefit that we, of course, had in the first place with our first project was uh, that we made it available on the factory environment. Because up until now, what you have in, in most companies, in most places, is a manual Archimedes density kit, right? So it's basically, it's a scale. And on this scale, you have a setup where you can place a part on top of uh, the, the the setup where it's weight and air. And then you have a tiny like water tank where you, by hand, you have to fit this part inside the water tank, lay it down on on this um, on the holder uh, that's specifically there to to hold the part where it's then being weighed uh, while being under submerged underwater. And uh, this this process. As, a, as I said, it's a manual process and it's it's placed usually in a um, in a quality lab and, and inside the quality lab, usually you have a constant temperatures, you have a, um, a controlled environment, so to say, uh, because when you want to determine density in a very exact and precise way, um, you have to watch out for, for changing environmental temperatures. Because for example, if you measure in the afternoon where you have like 30 degrees in summer, or if you measure early in the morning where it's still a little bit cold outside, uh, your results might vary, right? If you don't watch out for the temperatures. And that's why many people rely on doing it in the quality lab to get more precise results. Um, and one of the benefits by, that we have by automating is that we made uh, this process available in the factory. So we use all the modern, modern type of uh, automation technology. Uh, we put it inside the, the machine. Um, and we also have all kinds of sensors that pick up the temperature of the air, 
the air pressure, the humidity um, that we have inside our measurement cell, and also, of course, which is probably most important, the temperature of the water that we're measuring, right? Um, and this is uh, this is really a, a huge benefit um, that our machine brings. So making it available in the factory environment. Um, apart from that, by now we've learned each industry has some other specific uh, needs and requirements maybe uh, where we really have a, an advantage with uh, using the, the this, this type of automated process. So when you compare to the manual uh, results that you can get, uh, our machine turns out to be much more exact, much more precise um, and reliable in uh, generating results. So that means if you were able to measure to the first or second decimal point before, um, we can reach uh, accuracies up until the third or even fourth decimal point uh, in, in density. Um, so we're, we're really, really squeezing everything that's possible out of this process uh, and out of this, out of the Archimedes principle. So you get more exact results, more reliable results. And um, as I said in the beginning, it is a manual process or that has always been done manually. So there has always been a person standing there uh, in front of a scale. So your, of course your results were flawed whenever you had a worker change, for example, yeah, because everybody does it a little bit differently. So that might influence your results. And on the other hand, also, of course, as I said, there's a person standing there, right? Whereas when having an automated process, well, we also have a few parts uh, sitting on storage waiting to be measured and the rest of the parts being going through the process and then of course also an, an outward storage coming out of the machine. Uh, we don't need to have a, a worker there anymore and this is a, a huge advantage also for companies to save some money uh, in the end of the day. This episode of the MedTalk podcast is brought to you by MedTech Innovation Expo. UK and Ireland's leading event for medical device manufacturing. Save the date for MedTech Innovation Expo 2024, taking place on the 5th and 6th of June at the NEC in Birmingham. For more information, please visit www.medtechexpo.com. Is there anything else that makes it more beneficial compared to other techniques? Well, maybe coming back a little bit to... Uh to the additive manufacturing industry and also the, the, the types of measurement technologies that they're using. Um, what we've learned is most companies still rely on uh, doing uh, yeah, micro sections of the parts and looking at the part when they printed it uh, under the microscope or what they, they even go so far as to do a lot of uh, CT scans of their parts to see where, where would I have maybe porosity in my parts uh, and so on. And I think these technologies, uh, they are really, really great when you want to have a detailed view of what you printed, when you want to have a detailed information, how do my pores look that, uh, the, that are inside the parts? Um, what, yeah, what kind of errors did I produce? Did I put in too much laser energy in my process or maybe too little? Um, and also, of course, the CT results uh, could also show you some areas within the part where most of the porosity is, is located. So you could also say, okay, bottom left area of my part is, is uh, yeah, suffering from severe porosity. Um, and that is all, of course, great learnings whenever you try to find the correct process parameters in AM um, for a new material, for example. Um, but when it comes to quick results, 
these results uh, or, or these technologies that we just talked about, like microsection, CT scanning, um, that's that's really a drawback. You know, you need to invest a lot of time to do the micro cuts, the microsection, uh, and also again a worker sitting there looking at the the um, cut and polished part under the microscope, uh, and also CT scanning is is a yeah quite a difficult task and I think you need some experts who do this. So um, I think I would, I would be able to, to come up with good results from a CT scan, uh, even if I wanted to. So um, whereas our Archimedes density method is uh, yeah, quite easy to use, you get results within two minutes and it's basically you just put the part in, press a button and that's it. Uh, so, and that's again, another, another um, advantage of our technology. So that's, I think we're we're also looking into um, yeah a different application. So we're we're rather seeing our solution inside the factory, inside serial production processes, and not so much in this uh, field of finding the right par parameter set for a certain uh, material, right? Um, so I think every technology has a right to be there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, especially CT scans and microsections, they give you a lot of information. But if it's just you you want to know I, did I produce a good part or a bad part? Then Archimedes probably is the better better method, especially so if you can do it automatically. You can integrate it into the post processing uh, of your of your additive manufacturing um, yeah value chain, and um, yeah again as I said being being uh, automated of course the the speed of the results and the, um, getting rid of the manual labor there uh, can be a huge uh, benefit for every company who looks into AM as a means of production. Okay, um, and I know that it primarily tests for density, but are there other things mm -hmm. it can test for, like quality, structural integrity, reliability? Mm, yeah, so um, density, I think, or AM often likes to talk about porosity. I think both are, are of course, interdependent, right? So density and, and porosity are often considered to be a like a key indicator for the structural integrity and reliability for the desired uh, application and also for the desired part that you produce. So um, when you look at, at a density value and uh, you look at a part that you usually print in a certain way with a certain parameter set uh, and suddenly you measure a different density on this part. You immediately know that there's something wrong. I can't tell you what is wrong, of course, yeah, uh, because I can't look into the part. So you, we, we will only get a, a result for for one product, for one result, uh, or for one for, for one part. Sorry, um, but in the end, looking at density will immediately give you uh, an idea. Hey, there is something wrong. I should have a closer look at my process. I should have a closer look, maybe also at the, this, this part that I produced um, and um, try and find out what, what kind of error did I have. Yeah, Something went wrong, definitely, but what was it? So um, you might want to look into the powder, um, maybe also the laser energy, the deposition. Uh, maybe there was a little bit too much energy going down on the powder bed at one point. Um, and all of this can, of course, be, yeah, indicated by a, by a density error. So when the density is wrong, you immediately know, okay, I should probably stop producing with this parameter set first, figure out if, if there is anything I can, I can repair about the process. No? Okay, thank you. Um, and how can you unlock the full potential of additive manufacturing? So I think 
uh, when we look at the AM industry today, uh, we see that it has evolved coming from this simple method of getting fast prototypes. Yeah. So that, I think that was the first application that we all looked at and that we all saw within within additive manufacturing technology. And now we're moving towards uh, or we're moving further than that. We're moving away from it's a pure technology for prototyping. We're moving towards using this technology, additive manufacturing uh, for producing real world products, real world applications. So um, if it is maybe aerospace applications, medical industry, automotive applications, defense, you name it. I mean, I've, I've seen uh, actual use cases where parts of final products are being produced using AM technology. Um, and that is also, I believe, where, where we're going towards in the future. Yeah? Um, so if there is a, a complex part that required some manufacturing steps until you had a finished product, in the past and you can now use additive manufacturing to make it out of one single process as a whole you know and you can save this this manual or the the several steps that that you had to put several parts together and you can print it as, as just one single part there's a real use case there and uh, these these um these products or these applications they rise uh, in in numbers a lot you know there's there's more and more applications coming in uh, I think uh, every day where additive manufacturing is replacing the traditional means of, of production. Um, and that is uh, the way that we're, we see the industry go. And I think that's also um, how, how and also where we can unlock the, the full potential of AM by helping people who tend to move towards this kind of serial production with an AM technology. Uh, they also would like to not not only to have the production step itself, but of course they uh, automated because most of the AM processes, of course, are automated. But they also want to have the post processing automated. Uh, and there's a lot of different, uh, yeah, industry players that provide you maybe with a depowdering uh, automated depowdering cell or an automated, um, yeah, deburring cell, for example. Um, and I think that's that's where we come in as well in this post-processing steps, helping companies automate the full value chain of AM, um, and uh, yeah, being the quick and easy quality check for additive manufacturing. I think that's our goal here. Okay, well that's all the questions that I have, Philip. So thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. <laughs>